All right, all, let's get into it. Today, I'm going to talk about the church and what it means to be part of a church. Now, I'm not going to get into a debate over what we should call the church. I've been involved in discussions before in the past about whether you should call the church an assembly, an ecclesia, which is the Greek word for the assembly, um, a, a congress, a uh, congregation, um, or a church. To me, it doesn't really matter what you call a gathering of believers. But uh, whenever you, but the, the vernacular for today is uh, church. Everybody uses the word church, so that's just what I'm going to stick with. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to split hairs over the biblical uh, words we should use because I believe in using the language that everybody else uses. <laughs> All right, because that's what a language is. It's communication of thoughts and ideas, and I, I'm not a word stickler. But anyway, let's get back to the topic. Church, I feel like we have lost something major here in the last year or so. Maybe even, maybe even before the pandemic. And one of the things that's been bothering me is this idea that you can uh, get on the internet and sit around in your pajamas on a Sunday morning and watch somebody preach a sermon and and call that church. Friends, that is no substitute for church. Church means our, to be gathered for, for uh, worship means we get together with our family, our brothers and sisters in the Lord, those who are called out of this world, the elect. We're, we're such a very special group of people because there are so few of us and we're God's own chosen people. I, I sometimes think people don't realize how precious it is that we get to be God's people on this earth and get to do God's business and be involved in God's business. And that is worshiping God and joining together as uh, called out believers. Um, there's something special about sitting down at the, at the table together, singing songs, listening to sermons, listening to praises, um, eating the bread and wine, breaking of bread, the uh, sitting down together for a full fellowship meal, and enjoying each other as well as our Lord in his presence. The this is so important and because it's it's first off we are grateful for what the Lord has done in our lives. We, we're thankful for his for his uh, sovereign hand and calling us away from our sins and relying fully upon him for all of our salvation and and it's a preview of what it's going to be like for us in heaven. We, we get to worship our Lord all the time and and we'll be able to live without sin and we'll be able to enjoy each other's presence as well. And I just, we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves with one another. The scriptures are clear on that. And if you don't have that desire to meet with your brother or sister around the Lord's table, then I have to wonder if you even believe the truth. 
because if you do believe the truth, you're going to, I, I think the Lord puts it in your heart to actually want to be around other believers. And watching a sermon, while that is good for the soul, sometimes you, it's good to be taught, it's good to get good spiritual knowledge, it's good to be edified, it's good to be reassured of who we are in Christ. I love listening to a good sermon, and I love to talk about those sermons. But it's not the same thing as meeting together with one another, and I fear this is being lost in today's post-COVID-19 pandemic society. We've gotten used to the idea that we can just get on the internet, watch a sermon, get fed, and be done and move on with our lives. But we're missing out on so much more. We can't do that. And I, I'm i sorry. I just think we got to do something to stop that, to change that attitude. And um, if you see yourself falling into that, then, uh, you know, all I... All I do is I'm imploring you to not be complacent. Uh, first of all, there's so few places where we can actually meet, where we can hear the, the true gospel of sovereign grace. So many other places out there in this world, they teach that uh, salvation is dependent upon some, in some form of what you do or what God is doing in you. But true sovereign grace uh, uh, churches, they teach that God has performed all of salvation there's nothing you can do to please the Lord and that God has done it all for you. You just get salvation. You don't do anything to get it. It's just given to you. You get it. You enjoy it. And you get to enjoy each other in Christ. And, you know, there's so few places out there. And sometimes I think people who do have a church to go to, and I'm not talking about all of you out there who don't have a place to go don't have uh, other people to meet with. I'm talking about those of you out there who have brothers and sisters nearby. Sometimes we can get complacent and we take for granted what we have. And it can be all taken away just like that. And, you know, either through an oppressive government or, or you're relocated or, or the church is destroyed for whatever reason, we can lose it all. Let's not take it for granted. And I don't know what the answers are with COVID-19 and how it has led to some, I believe it's led to some fear. I'm not going to criticize those who have fear because those are legitimate feelings sometimes and sometimes they're based in actual reality. But I do know we can't let COVID-19 dictate our lives entirely. And uh, when uh, Luther was at Wittenberg and the plague came, a lot of his uh, parishioners and, and a lot of his congregation fled f for the hills in fear of the plague. What did Luther do? He stuck around and he, and he even, I think he opened up his home to be, he and his wife actually cared for sick people with the plague, knowing full well that they could be infected themselves. We can't live in fear, folks. I'm not saying we shouldn't take precautions. Um, I'm not saying we shouldn't socially distance ourselves. I'm not saying we shouldn't wear masks. I'm not going to get into any of that on this call. What I'm saying is don't be afraid. We can be cautious, but don't live in fear. And we should continue to meet. And we should continue to encourage one another. And we should continue to worship our Lord together. And um, 
we we just I fear we're going to get complacent. I fear we're going to get used to the idea that we can just turn on sermon audio and one day you know we'll even turn that off as well. And that's one I'm afraid we're going to that's I'm afraid that's what's going to happen to some of our churches. And I hate this I hate to even think about that. I I want this COVID-19 uh I know it's the Lord's will, but I would love for this pandemic to be over and we can all go get it back to doing the things that we we need to be doing. And that is to meeting that is meeting with one another. And that's all I've got. Those are my thoughts for today. So that's about all. Thanks for everybody. Thanks everybody for watching and that's all I got. Bye-bye.